my name is Chris Hoffman. I'm Lisa Robinette, and I wanted to share my experience of the Intuitive Intensive with Crystal Ann Compton and Trisha Carr. The Intuitive Intensive was life-changing. I truly believe that the program is life-changing. Life-changing. <laughs> there we go, done. <laughs> life-changing. I am a intuitive reader, channel, and a psychic development teacher and coach. These are not words that I thought I would be describing myself as at the beginning of 2018. Sitting here as a graduate of the Intuitive Intensive, I can tell you how powerful the teachings are of Crystal Ann Compton, the founder of the Lightworkers Lab, and Trisha Carr. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do love them so very much, and I am so grateful for the teachings that they have taught me through this course. Sign up for the Intuitive Intensive. Just keep saying yes and be open and go forward with your heart and with love, and you'll get to where you want to go. Really fun. Welcome to Charmed Life, a multimedia podcast discussing spirituality, magic, and the unconditional love of the universe. Thanks for tuning in. And I am your host, Trisha Carr. Welcome to this exceedingly special episode of Charmed Life because, well, I should say, if you're new to the podcast, then you don't know that I have my two beast Fs of all the Fs right here in the studio with me. <laughs> the beast. The beast. I have Crystal Ann Compton and Lauren Antufermo in studio with me. These two ladies um, are truly, we, we are a trio, a coven of BFFs, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> and um, they live in different states, and so we're all here together having our well we need to make it like semi-annual I think so. at least annual girls trip that we do we get together we love on each other um, we vent we criticize our own looks <laughs> I, so like great. normal people do <laughs> <laughs> we talk about our asses and then we also non-asses for, <laughs> for me yeah. too yeah. <laughs> asslessness <laughs> the ass capacity <laughs> it's never quite right right yes <laughs> And then we also talk about um, the the work that we're creating together. We talk about the world. We talk about uh, eternity. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. We just we've been talking. We've been together now um, a day and a half, two and a half days. Yeah. Yeah. About two and a half days. And this morning we were talking about uh, the state of of ascension. We were talking about New Earth. We were talking about spiritual community. We are talking about what it means to be a spiritual servant and a spiritual leader because those are one and the same. And well, let's talk about who you guys are. So, okay. Lauren. Hi. Transdimensional <laughs> shift facilitator. You, yes. Wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that came through a channeling, and I'm like, really? <laughs> but it's so fun to say. And I was like, ooh. Yeah. Just basically. That's like true. yeah, talking about everything you just mentioned, yeah. like talking everything from Earth and everyday stuff all the way up to ascension and love and and higher purpose, but all being able to see that with clarity and love. Yeah, 
and so you astrology is one of the archetypes yes. with which you work you work with the and you work with and teach the akashic records yes you are just completing the uh inaugural akashic records intensive yeah the with, first time we taught Lightworkers it lab mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, then, I don't know, yeah, you, and you channel, like that's one of the really Im- yeah. primary ways that you serve. Yes. Yeah. That was one, that was the first thing, like at the base level, I always called myself an archangel, um, realm archangel realm reader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know that one too. <laughs> because they were the first beings that like I met mm-hmm. in spirit, you know, so... I always had like that's my base, so that's my yeah. foundation. Yeah. Well, you you said this morning that you were channeling before, like we were all in our mm-hmm. own sequestered area in my house, and, yeah. <laughs> and so you were channeling this morning. So it's kind of a, it's maybe even a daily practice for your own growth. It too. is. Yeah. A lot of people go into meditation and then they get like visions and things like that. Where mm-hmm. I'm very word driven, mm-hmm. so it's either in my head or sometimes when it feels like I have to pay attention too much, I'll just channel it out loud. And so, um, and I try to do it soft so nobody heard me. I'm like, oh my God, they must think I'm crazy. But no, yes. it's really cool. It was really you're cool in, talking. You're in good company for craziness. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was really cool because they were talking about um, chakra systems and being mm. like really grounded and seeing how we integrate rather than facilitate sometimes. Like sometimes it's mm. facilitation and sometimes it's integration, and maybe that's one of the things that we talk about. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, integration, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, Crystal, yes. So Crystal is an intuitive channel, spiritual teacher, mm-hmm. prolific YouTube content creator. Er, mm-hmm. she's a lot of er, er. Yes, yeah. yes. And you and I have been working together now three years. It I mean, we've all been working like, together three yeah, years. Around actually. the same amount of time, yeah. but it that's feels right. like so much longer than that. And not because it's a bummer, but yeah, yeah, it yeah. just <laughs> feels like we've been in each other's lives forever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it feels like forever. I got one of those Facebook memories. You and Crystaline Compton have been friends on Facebook for two years. It was last year, mm-hmm. two years. And Brian looked over my shoulder and he's like, uh, you guys crammed 10 into mm-hmm. two. Yes, <laughs> truly. Yeah, can't believe truly. it. Yeah. yeah. And it was actually over the internet because, you know, we all live in different states. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you emailed me or something. Mm-hmm. And I forget what the first email was about. I, but... I, so I remember, obviously, because um, I was, was had caught onto your YouTube channel. And mm-hmm. I was actually hanging out with my friend Hoku. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about, it's on your channel still. And you were talking about how you had a vision that there was... A spiritual teacher who ha- was watching one of your videos and like kind of hating on you and then spirit said oh, to yeah. you yeah you remember that oh yes yes yeah. yes Ooh. that's how we connected yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how we connected because we both know who that is now, we both we? Yeah, yeah yeah so you were and you were like and spirit basically said you know who do you want to be like do you want to be certain kind of teacher on youtube content creator that maybe and we actually talked about that indirectly earlier mm-hmm. today that's sort of I don't know, offering something that, it, what are you going to be your authentic self? I think that's right. probably, mm-hmm. right. right. And are, are you going to do the hard work even or whatever? Mm-hmm. And um, and so I was like, I just had, like I had a download. I knew what spiritual teacher, who's a popular teacher, who she was talking about. And I had been, I had just had a, a parallel experience because you had started investigating this person because it was like, right, right. Like there's, there's confusing vibes about this person mm-hmm. and, and there's some truth there and then whatever. Yeah. And... 
Um, so I wrote her like out of the blue. I actually commented on the video and I said, this is so weird. I have a strange parallel with what you're talking about. And I think I know who you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And then I messaged you on Facebook and I said, it's this person. Yeah. And we're not talking shit. No, not at all. No, no we were connecting over that. But yeah. I would get, and I still do get many, many emails and mm -hmm. I would not be able to answer of course, yeah. all of those emails, but yours just lit it up popped for out. Me. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's how we met, and then we just fell in love. Yes, we did. And then we're just messaging back and forth. Me too. I love and you. I had me just too. met her. Really, she was yeah. in the lab, yeah. and I noticed. And you went up live, I think, in the Lightworkers yes, lab. Yes, like, like oh, she's special. Mm -hmm. She's something about her is very sparkly. And I reached out to you. It was like around the same time. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I did. I was watching you for a little while, and then I took one of your first courses. Yeah, which and one? Do you remember which everything one? Everything psychic. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. that was like one of the first ones. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, and she had invited me, like, if you took at the time one of the courses, you can be invited to the lab. Mm -hmm. And I waited. And I, I waited a while. And I was like, screw it. I just kept being drawn back to it. I was like, all right. And then I started commenting here and there. Because at the time, it wasn't a big deal, Facebook, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, well, yeah. And groups certainly weren't. Groups yeah. Weren't, yeah. Yeah. Groups were pretty brand new. No. And, um, but it as it is still today, mm -hmm. it felt like a very safe place. Mm -hmm. And so I started and like talking about some of my weird experiences. Mm -hmm. And Crystal, again, who does the same thing today, comes in, reassures, explains, and now she's created a whole teacher group that mm -hmm. does the same thing for this larger group that mm -hmm. she had at that. I'm talking about you like you're not here. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> it's like about 120, 150 people. Yeah. yeah. When I joined, it was just under 200. Yeah. Because um, I, I took the blueprint. Right. Yeah. And oh, oh my gosh, guys. Well, the, what's I took the blueprint too. I, you, yeah, <laughs> I did. So what was so crazy is that I actually, I started this podcast like two weeks before mm -hmm. I took the blueprint and joined the lab. And like just wow. when you look back at the timeline, like who and knew? how far we've come and what right. we're building and what's yeah. coming in. I mean, it's extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. And so we we should talk about what the Lightworkers Lab is. Yes. I mean, I yes. talk about it all the time, but <laughs> still, again, Do it. think about people who are seeing or hearing this for the first time. Uh, the Lightworkers Lab is a spiritual community that Crystal founded. It's hosted on Facebook as a group. Mm -hmm. But it is just so much. And, and how Facebook has grown. And it's almost like groups are like a whole different thing now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is it is really... It is a proper community. It is. And mm -hmm. we have guidelines. We mm -hmm. have codes of conduct. We cannot get into the group and start acting up and acting crazy. We yeah. really do want to come from a space of love. It's very inclusive. You don't have to have a certain set of beliefs mm -hmm. to belong there. You can be an agnostic. You can be an atheist and still come in and just check it out and be curious about it. So it's just a, it's a spiritual community and it's super diverse and we mm -hmm. offer a lot of educational opportunities we've always got somebody going up doing readings or healings it's just an yeah. enriching platform and for mm. people who are established in their spirituality it's a home but for people who are just emerging and asking questions it's a great place to go and make friends join a program learn more there's always something going on i know i love that you say that there's always something going there on is. and there you is. can if you go if you go there and you can in the search bar function, whatever you think, you're like, okay, this is really weird. Like someone I think posted recently, uh, okay, this is maybe weird, but what do you guys think about aliens? Like, <laughs> like yeah, the nervous. It's not thing. weird. <laughs> yeah. But I remember, right. actually, I was even thinking about this this morning because you were saying that I'm probably actually Leo ascendant. Yeah. Because yeah, my yeah. birth time is probably in inaccurate. And I remember the first 
um, benevolent ETs that I connected with, it was before I was in the lab, before I knew you guys, I just got synchronicity of being connected, I was being contacted by Lyrans, which mm -hmm. are lion people. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking like, this is, I've gone bonkers now. Like, this is weird. No, this is weird though. Yes. <laughs> and then you did a course right. called Many Mansions. Right. Like, it's not that weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 All about the ET races and everything, so. Well, but I remember both of you going up the first time, and, and nobody really knows this, but every time a new broadcaster comes up or goes live, I sit there and I'm just like, just cheesing and grinning. I'm so oh. proud. I'm like, oh my God, look at Lauren. She's so good. And look at Trisha. She's mm -hmm. so good. And now we have all these new broadcasters mm -hmm. coming in and doing That's readings exciting. and teachings. And me and Jeremy just sit on the couch and we're like, oh, I, we, we, we had a hand in this. Yeah. And it's just so, it's so wonderful. Well, what's cool about that is that I think we now get to have that feeling yeah. about yes. them. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Because you've had a hand in training them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What they're I, so cool, the new ones. Oh, they it is, are. I know. They just. I love the the fresh perspective, mm -hmm. and you know, we're learning from them. I do, I do love to be on the new broadcasters. You know, watch their their work. It's so exciting. Yes. And of course, the old farts too. You know, of course, know. all like these us. oldies. Yeah. Yeah. That's us. <laughs> you know, we've been doing it for all of three years. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Still, yeah. <laughs> what I think is so amazing about the lab and the community of it is it truly is. I mean, dare I say the word utopic, but it is because, so like Crystal said, there's code of conduct, there's guidelines, and that is that is more actually there to their intentions for an intentional community, and they actually give you freedom. Yes. You feel so comfortable because the really the only guideline and everything else is kind of like the law of one, and then mm -hmm. all of the other universal laws are just different interpretations or perspectives of that law of one, mm -hmm, and that right. is the guideline, really the only guideline is come from love and expect that someone else is coming from love. Yes, and give them the benefit of the doubt. And yeah. even if you disagree, just assume, and you taught me this, assume that they are are doing their very best in that moment and treat them accordingly. And we don't have a lot of crazy rules. It's not like no, we yeah. are too strict. It's just like we have to always be communicating in the energy of what we say we believe. We have right. to be showing up in that energy. Yeah. And what I really like about it is that there's plenty of space for arguments and, and fights and, and challenging, you know, like there's on the internet. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. That's or, the standard. Or in your home. Right. <laughs> Some people in your home right. or at work. So why not so try something else? Why not come to a place that especially, and what I really like is that it became a home for people who didn't have anywhere else to go to right. ask these questions, to talk about these issues, to feel safe in saying, oh, I had this experience, what does that mean? You know, like, it, it became so pertinent to the conversations that we have as a group of leaders who want to help people out of the confusion, out of the fear, mm -hmm. out of the, the state of thinking that they have to be a certain way. Yeah. To just, you know, just do some space for self-discovery. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important, really one of the values of the lab. When, as I say, the communication, like you can truly expect to be there to love and to be loved. And my life has shifted in that way. Mm -hmm. I just, so I used to do, uh, I used to act and I used to do production and I had in my former life, not like literally a past life, but like a long time ago. And my association with being on set was, oh, people are judgmental and they're snobby and they're arrogant mm -hmm. and everyone's uncomfortable and, and, you know, nobody wants to be there except for the famous person and all, all that kind of stuff. But I just had, was, did a TV show yesterday and everybody, it was like being in the Lightworkers Lab. Mm -hmm. Every person in the crew, all of the talent, everybody was lovely and loving and kind 
And I it is I expect that in the world because I get because, to expect that. Yeah. And it's kind of, I actually was talking about that in my meditation. They told me this morning, and my the guides were telling me, we're talking about, I don't know, the earth, new earth or the earth is changing or what's going on with society and how do light workers serve, facilitate, lead, serve and lead. Because, again, like I said, the same thing. And one of the things they stressed to me was you do it in your own life too. So you believe in, you live presence and trusting the light rather than, vibrating with the density or the pain and you trust it. and so that's what has happened I've sort of been trained to expect love and expect that I get to love I mean it reminds me of the Ten Commandments a perspective that I heard I don't remember if I just heard this myself or if someone preached it once when I was in the church and they were talking about the Ten Commandments and that you can say like thou shalt not kill you know right. that's how we think of it is like you're not allowed to God will punish you but it, really, the children of Israel had come out of this pain, this slavery, and Moses went on the mountaintop, and he had, you know, channeled these, this, and, and it was a freedom declaration. You no longer have to kill. Right. Because as a slave, you have to kill or be killed. Right. You, you don't have to. You, you shall not. Not yeah. you do, do not. You shall not. And so it's like, you shall not be afraid to express yourself anymore here in the Lightworkers Lab. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal is Moses. <laughs> How did we get there? No, but it's it's also a fundamental of manifestation when you yeah. just believe that the interactions are that yeah. way. And when you have a space like the lab and or a spiritual community where that is how people treat one another and you train yourself to do that and you yeah. go out in the world and you get what you expect and yeah. what you believe is true. Yeah. So I think that it's just a really important space. And also, I think when people are awakening spiritually, it's such um, a precarious time, especially if your family is not spiritually open, if they're religious or if they're not just having the different experiences can be very frightening or, mm -hmm. you know, you just isolating. So having a place where you can go, ask questions, not be judged is really yeah. important. And I think that is what that what that is what we're where we are. I mean, we're yeah. we're women of, you know, about 21 years of age, each of us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the, but the, I'm kidding. Of course, I always do that. But we're, we're mature and we're, we yes. are experience. We've been having these experiences off and on in our lives and we. Uh, you know, opened up to a certain degree out of conditioning. Yeah. But the kids, the younger generations, the generation younger than us, and then even the newer, the younger, younger ones mm -hmm. are coming in, maintaining that openness. And oh, yeah. so it's the world, the, the vibration of the planet we can see has changed. Yes. And so I really do mean like this is a cosm, the microcosm yes. of, of how things are shifting and how things are now and how you can live your life though. Yeah. What yeah. is possible? Yeah. Very short, very short time. I think we were discussing that earlier, like how little time it went just for when I started where I didn't even like ever hear the word empath, you know, it was no, a yeah, new thing then. Mm -hmm. And now like it's on, I watched a TV show the right. other day yeah. <laughs> and it was like, well, I'm an empath. I'm like, what? It's on TV now. It's <laughs> like, you know, that's how popularized it is. Yeah. And so it's like really amazing. But that means like, and that's how quickly we've grown because of how important it is to have a safe space to explore these things and have people who will do right by the explanations, right by the uh, freedom to see your own you know, point of view and then see how, you know, how you can be assisted and not like weirded out by mm -hmm. these things, you know, where it's almost becoming normalized, but still mm -hmm. need. It's natural. You it know, us 21 year olds mm -hmm. to like, with right. the, you know, experience <laughs> or just like have the space. Oh, oh, this is how I experienced this, you know, and have that space where they can explore it without feeling 
judged or feared. Well, and I think we were, um, I'm also wanting to talk about how it's kind of hard to find authenticity Mm. on social media. You go on Instagram, it's a bunch of ass shots, it's Mm -hmm. a bunch of veneer, it's a bunch of superficiality, and how important it is as teachers, but also in a community to be who you are in the process that you're in and to show that to other people so that they can connect with that. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of it is this really fake it feels like and there so are walls. it's important yeah, yeah there's not genuine connection available right. uh-huh. like and you know I, I don't feel I can participate because I don't look like that or I don't mm-hmm. have that or you know what I mean so there's a lot of barriers that come with social media and I, I worry a little bit about the kids coming up with the saturation of this oh gosh, yeah. imaging and this transmission and this programming and it's not authentic it's not really real Mm -hmm. so that's one thing that I love that we do I mean we're real I just made a video last week about my spiritual skincare regimen I'm like it's Botox (laughs) (laughs) it's Botox totally but like I just want to be honest about how I live my life and how I connect to spirit in real and practical ways yes I love that and it actually is helpful so even Absolutely. if it's talking about, you know, I get Botox or something like that. Yeah. It, because if you are someone who feels isolated for whatever reason, like you said, it, the authenticity factor, if I don't look like that or something, mm-hmm. then I can't do that. But uh, you I may just not want to do I don't have the urge to present in certain ways. I'm not interested in it, but there is a perception. There is a kind of conditioning that's begging that says, well, then you'll, you, you shall surely die then if you do not, you know, kind of adapt to a certain kind of conditioning. You can't be successful if yeah. you aren't presenting marketing in a certain way or, or I mean, we, some of these people that it's, it's about being a social influencer right. yeah. for kids. They don't, they don't even think of it as marketing, but every, kids now they think they have mm-hmm. to have a brand right. and yeah, they may be they 15 do. years old. Yes. It's like, but what is your, why do you need a brand? You're not selling anything. Right. <laughs> They're one of the, themselves. One That's of the what things, they're trained to do oh, now. Sorry. No, <laughs> one of the things that I keep talking about, um, in, like in the lab and, you know, on my own stuff is that that sense of authenticity where it's almost becoming a sense of like authority, discernment, dominion, things that allow you to take in information because let's face it, we are bombarded in a way that oh, okay. um that we weren't when we were growing, like yeah, younger, right? Totally. And you have to develop that Can sooner. You imagine? Yeah. And with more integrity on the line because of how much influence there is, you have to be able to say, hey, this is how I am researching something without, you know, changing the dial on who you are, but you can take in information without shifting your whole life or feeling fear that you're not living the right life like right away that mm-hmm. you can actually change your mind and be discerning and take in information and then and the more that you align with that perspective of self-authority but aligns with love like god's will is your will as long yeah. as it's aligned with love right yeah and so when it aligns with that you feel more present you don't feel mm-hmm. so disassociated from life because of the industry you feel yeah. more connected to other people because you have that sense of stable grounding that says I can take an information but not resist it or reject it Mm -hmm. like I can take it in without harming my sense of self yes if that makes sense absolutely yes Yes. you know it's interesting when when uh, Lauren and I were uh, chatting earlier today and you weren't around 
and the just kind of a little bit of a download came down when we were talking about yes. oh that was good yeah it's it's feeling like now i understand a little bit it's like relevant what we're talking about so we were we were just talking about the concept of spiritual technology and what does that mean and there was a few months ago i was channeling i was in a class on my um my membership platform mystic arts academy and the message was coming through about hey you know light workers spiritual technology is what you need to be working with more and more and my one of the students even asked me when I was out of channel when I was you know just cognitive well what what does that mean what does that look like and I didn't have an answer I mean I wasn't pulling it through right now it was just kind of like go and just take those words that concept and work with it but it was about a little bit about sacred geometry and obviously Mm -hmm. divination obvious divination things that we do but it's really more what we think of as technology but that you already have all of that so the internet is essentially like telepathy and connecting and it's all of your intuitive abilities Mm -hmm. however so this morning lauren and i were talking about that just to give a little background and what it was like spirit said basically when you ignore the call uh to do the things that are inauthentic and uh to the pulling to if it's marketing or having a brand in a way again in a way that is inauthentic and you ignore the angst about it and the call yeah you were calling it the matrix the matrix yeah yeah. when you ignore the matrix it becomes your servant it becomes your slave and that was so interesting it's like lest you become a slave to it Mm -hmm. you just ignore it and then it becomes it instantly becomes your Mm -hmm. tool and they were saying it was it's like a child because it is unintelligent it isn't it isn't right. connected to omnidimensionality yeah. so in compared to intelligence is unintelligent and so like a child when you ignore their bad habits you know when a kid like curses or something or they're throwing a fit you don't engage you you kind of pull your energy back and then the child pursues you because now the child wants to understand why you know you're you not feel reacting whole. to it yeah. yeah and why you feel whole and so it will actually pursue you and become your slave, the matrix and the tools mm-hmm. of it. So mm-hmm. that was um, just kind of shocking to both of us yeah. to think of it that way. It was really cool because you, you get those little things every day. Like you walk into a room and you feel confident that day and present mm-hmm. and you feel really good. And it's almost like, you know, when somebody says, oh, you know, the room lights up or you, mm. you know, working the room or whatever. It's not like, you know, oh, look at me, but it's because you feel good right. enough that, there's no, you're not reacting to the room. Right. Then the room yeah. reacts to your yes. presence. Yes, I love that. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, when, uh, right, when you aren't kind of begging, so essentially it's, it creates a balance. When you aren't begging it, mm-hmm. when you aren't begging the system or the matrix or, you know, the booty shots on Instagram because right. you don't do that, when you're not right. like feeling a lack about that and you kind of disconnect your energy from mm-hmm. it and be whole yourself, then it actually pursues you and yeah. it becomes a tool. And well, it, like as, as I said, you know, I don't want to show my booty fine as it is. I don't <laughs> want <it> to. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm not interested in right. it. And, and not because I think it's bad or, yeah. I just, it's like, it, it doesn't even occur to me. It's not, right. it's not interesting. It never has, even yeah. when I, it was tighter and younger and higher. But um, it, it just hasn't been something that appeals to me. And uh, to use sexuality for myself in that way. I, I like being quirky and funny. Mm-hmm. I like to say dirty things, but it, anyway, yeah. just to qualify it, I'm not judging anyone. Yeah. And, but it will, whatever it is, like we were, I was saying earlier, like Eckhart Tolle and Esther Hicks, they don't, they don't use bells and whistles. And yet 
the 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 um, success fa- finds them because yes. we need what they're what they're channeling, mm-hmm. what they're bringing through. Oh, we had yes, that conversation. We did have that yeah. conversation. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? It's funny. Like as we're talking, I'm like. <laughs> Everything we've been talking about for the past three days is like literally coming together in this conversation. Yeah. But yeah, speaking like we, you know, talking before we do, we talk about our asses and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, (laughs) I mean, there is some vanity. Like I do have a little bit of vanity and I don't mind. Like I like playing with makeup and looking good and I do like me a good selfie on a good makeup day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I guess there's a difference between enjoying the process of that and feeling I have to use it yeah. to g- define me. Right. Without it, you are nothing. Right. You are not worthy. Right. It's a tool and it's meant to be a tool and you're the master. And right. any time that we let the tool become the master, then it's using us and we become a slave to it. Mm-hmm. And so that's essentially, we are the spiritual technology. Yeah. And the technology is uh, what well, we are. I mean, we are the expression of mm-hmm. God. We are this. We are source energies, tools. We're tools. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. that. That it's not a hierarchy, but it is an organization. And if we if we do put something above us, and we let this thing that's already created, it's like letting the ego mind be the thing that's driving. And yeah. if the the matrix is the thing that's driving, and we're trying to catch up to it, mm-hmm. we never mm-hmm. will. No. Yeah. It'll be a carrot on a stick. I know. And by not doing it, you set yourself apart and more people mm-hmm. will notice you and the people who are authentic can connect with you. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, in a sea of butts, perfect butts, <laughs> you're going to stand out and be like, I relate to her because she doesn't have, have that. a perfect butt. Yeah. Right. And it's important to be authentic. It's, it's truth. Mm-hmm. It's what it is. And it's validating then, you know, we have in, a, in society people being marginalized mm-hmm. and trying to figure out how to not marginalize people anymore and then yet somehow that is imploding in on itself because now that's creating more separation in some of those conversations and really what it is is about I always say energy is very literal and it's something we have to relearn because the conditioning is very complex and indirect and when you know if if we talk about the out your world outside is just it's an outpicturing of who you are so it doesn't mean if you have a boss who's being a dick to you that you're a dick that's not what it is it means that you are you are vibrating you're sending out a signal that that's okay mm-hmm. uh, you know what i mean like it's it's a deeper level than that yeah and he wouldn't even find you know you wouldn't find the compatibility if if it weren't for you know what or, i mean i guess the opposite is true too that yeah if you were a dick then you would attract more dicks so that that pattern can enhance itself <laughs> See, like, you know how spiritual I am. How how many spiritual teachers use the word dick as much as we do? Well, I, me at I least. Know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I say boobs a lot. <laughs> I say, I say the I F like word a lot. That's I do. I, I do like say the guys. F word a lot. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it here. Yeah, you can. What do you mean? Fuck. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to be rude. Sorry. <laughs> we already made Kurt blush. I know. He's blushing. <laughs> you know what I wanted to ask you? Because... So many of us, you're like the teachers that you have like yeah. curate, like I wouldn't say cure, but like yeah. taught and have helped, you know, in yeah. their own paradigm. Like you don't have a system that you're teaching on what to believe. Yeah. So I do astrology. She does numerology. Like we have these systems and you don't, you don't. Which is, I think, I don't, is do key. I? I don't. Right. Mm-hmm. To maybe, the way. Maybe universal architecture, but just that's, 
you know, but that's not really. I mean, I don't really. And by the way, yeah. I have to say again, I don't do numerology. I'm not a numerologist. Shut up. That's I know. because I'm not an expert. I'm not. This is yeah. You know, not right. because I'm saying it. But you use it as a tool, right? Like, I do. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you Some would use time, it yeah. for mm-hmm. like. Sometimes I use it as a hook in. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And I guess my point is like, you don't really. Yeah. You have like kind of like the. You talk about grid, you talk about space, mm-hmm. you talk about belief, but it is very universal Yes. Mm-hmm. so that whatever underneath that can be developed, yes. you know, where mm-hmm. I had the freedom to explore astrology. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that might come from just a very overly fundamental background right. where yeah. I, you know, there were so many rules and so much dogma that I resist really attaching myself mm-hmm. to certain systems. I mean, I believe in divination and there are systems yeah. that work astrology and numerology, but I don't define myself by that because I'm always changing. And, mm-hmm. and also tools can be useful, but then they can fall into obsolescence and they're no mm-hmm. longer useful. But there's, for me, just a couple of absolutes and that's what I define myself by. And that would be that love is everything and that we're all connected and I believe there is a God and it's not the God that I grew up with but I believe in it yeah. <laughs> I believe in a creator I believe mm-hmm. that there's a reason that we're here and that everyone has there's something beautiful about mm-hmm. every person and so it's very broad strokes for me I used to be very interested in teaching about psychic abilities and mm-hmm. all that stuff and I still I love we that stuff that. I read about yeah. that we talk yeah. about that all the time but I really like to dwell just in the space of source energy, creator, Mm -hmm. love. And I like to occupy that. I like to shine that because there's a lot of teachers who do the specified stuff. You guys do it better than I do. And so I'd rather leave you guys to do it. You know me in uh, uh, astrology. (laughs) Astrology. I I never remember my ascending three years I've been asking, what's your moon sign? And she still cannot remember her moon sign. When I'm trying to know what my husband's birth date and time is, I have to ask Lauren, when is he born again? I don't remember. I just, I don't retain that stuff. I just never really have. I got got the moon and the ascendant, but apparently maybe I have the wrong ascendant anyway because my birth certificate is probably wrong. (laughs) And it makes a lot of sense. I, I got those three, but everything, yeah, Lauren will ask me. She's like, where's your Venus? And I'm like, I don't know. Is that about Brian? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, These are the I, I, I love that. I know. Well, if you know anybody yeah. like into a shot, they like they have to know this. Like, if I get it. Everybody, yeah. I'm like, do you know what time you were born? And they're like <laughs> looking at me weird. I'm like, you know, it's like background. It's like it's like a background checks Check, yeah. for people, mm-hmm. you know, in a, <laughs> in the psychic world or in the astrology. We do background checks by looking at your birth chart. It's yeah. fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I And I, I value that, too. I just I'm, to me, uh, astrology is so complex. I can't track it. I'm interested. It's interesting yeah. when we talk about it. And now you're doing like, going to leave it to you as the expert. Yes. <laughs> I'm not an expert I, oh either. Yes, I'm like you a are. general practitioner. You actually really are. I mean, <laughs> in a, on a spectrum, you know, here I am, not even on the spectrum. And then you, you are definitely the person I would go to yeah. with regard to any of that. Well, here's Thanks. the thing. The fact that you, you, you know so much about it that you know that you don't know as much as could be known you know right, what I mean? like right, that's, right. that's one of the things that it makes a teacher an expert teacher is yeah. that they don't they they're a constant student mm-hmm. you know yes oh that's so true yeah there is a phrase there's some kind of old saying some old um aphorism or something about the man who knows the least is the man who thinks he knows everything or something like that or maybe it's the opposite oh, the wisest yeah, yeah. man is believes he knows nothing oh gosh sorry i'm using the the masculine pronouns. I oh my gosh, I have. I to me the masculine pronoun is the neutral pronoun because I'm a thousand years old and it doesn't make it doesn't call to me patriarchy or something like right. that. It 
and that's just that's how I came up a little bit impervious to it maybe a little bit but on the other hand I don't know obviously the system (laughs) is the system does that you know what I mean yeah but when I'm teaching or something, I'll mix in. I think so. I'm like, I'm going to so many things. We can go like on a yeah. whole other know, show a lot of directions. Like, yes. <laughs> about this. Like, I'm like, yeah. which direction do I go? Or just leave it be yeah, because we'll be it. here for another hour yeah. or two. <laughs> let's leave it. Yeah, let's leave it. <laughs> so, well, Crystal and I, uh, we should talk about the, the intensive, intensive. 2020 yes. intuitive intensive. It starts on February 3rd. We already have a really cool community mm-hmm. assembling. We also have 22 former students that are going to be returning to grid and anchor the space. And it is a transformative program. I mean, if you are interested in connecting spiritually or figuring out who you are in the spiritual cosmos, if you are interested in opening up your intuition to see if you are intuitive, and you are. And you are. <laughs> Definitely intuitive. Yeah. Um, and you want to work with your abilities and you want to amplify them and you want to use them for natural purposes or practical purposes mm-hmm. or for fantastical purposes to make connections with those Lyrans, just like you mm-hmm. were talking about. This program is geared or designed to open up those faculties and abilities. And I'm super excited. And one of the most wonderful aspects of the program for us as teachers is that the energy moves through us it doesn't really it doesn't originate Mm -hmm. within us and so as we teach it even if it's been produced before like a year ago or two years ago as we are offering it and in the truly (laughs) i know we watch it i'm like wow well like the first the first class i was going to reproduce it but i'm like oh but that's so damn good about dominion i just need to my hair looks terrible the production quality is awful but it's so powerful and even just being in the energy of it tunes us it continues to tune us so we receive just as much and as a community it is so dynamic it is so evidential Mm -hmm. it's active um, we already have people having dreams and we already mm-hmm. have people mm-hmm. you know things are starting to pop off in in their intuitive life and we haven't even begun yet and I know we say this all the time and I know it it sounds like you know just a script it's not it it's is not, a yeah. special program it's extremely affordable it is never gonna you hear me say this it I'm is never you. gonna be this affordable I mean it's always gonna be affordable it's never gonna be this cheap again yes. because yeah. I mean I have to work on that aspect where I want to make it available to as many people as possible but at the same time the content is so comprehensive so sophisticated so powerful that we have to price it accordingly right. so after yeah. 2020 because, and heads we, up we have to well because it is we're being asked more and more and we do live in a system where mm-hmm. we have to hire more people and we yes. we have to make ourselves more and more available and right and we actually you know we we're we have to give the give enough space for it and you know, just the resources have to come into alignment, yeah. and and that's great. And it's we've been so fortunate, mm-hmm. all everyone to who's, be able to do as to much be as able you to, yeah. I mean, it comes out to like so. Okay, it's a twelve week program. <laughs> Eight weeks are immersive education, and four weeks are are coaching group coaching. Group coaching mm-hmm. Yeah, where people are actually practicing working with their abilities many for the very first time some yes. for some not for the first time they're actually already practicing intuitives or mediums or, or whatever they or healers but they're they're learning something new or they're trying it in a new way and so we all we all just grow and but the thing that is is the community so we we the program is in registration right now we actually start the program that immersive education 
part of it on February 3rd or the week of February 3rd. But there is the community that's hosted on Facebook where people are already, it's an incubator Mm -hmm. for this Mm -hmm. powerful growth. Well, I think where you you were going with that was, I Mm -hmm. think it's like $35 Something crazy like that. $35 a week. Yeah. Two two two-hour classes plus all the techniques. You do a meditation for each week, usually more than one meditation. There's techniques. There's exercises. Well, you two are the teachers. Let me like Mm -hmm. talk about it from the viewership. Okay. Okay. Because it's 12 weeks. Now, being a student of like and and looking elsewhere for things each week in other areas that you teach like each subject that you guys teach as a course out in the other uh-huh. places costs as much oh, yeah. as each of the topics that you teach in that class number 1 no mm-hmm. doubt plus there's no one-on-one time there's you you allowed 22 people back in for free Mm-hmm. to take advantage of all the extra stuff that you've provided this year mm-hmm. and so that they can be almost mentoring yes. or big mm-hmm. yes. to help new students. Yes. So they're not just getting teaching and coaching no. and um, group facilitation and one and almost one-on-one with each other. They're getting support from like big sister or big brother, yeah. like people in there yes. that have been through the course already and is going to guide them. Like, And that's how much the people who previously took your course – Love it mm-hmm. so much that they would come back and mm-hmm. serve in that capacity for twelve weeks. That's a whole season. For twelve weeks, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Right. It's it, it's it really is remarkable. And so well, this is the third it, year we're doing it. It's yeah. the forerunners mm-hmm. to a bigger dream that all yeah. three of us have for more programs. Yeah. You know, um, an academy. Dare I say? Should I speak it into existence? <gasps> yes. Speak it. Speak it. I, I just got goosebumps. I, yeah, I want. I want to do that. And and it. The emphasis on these paid programs, I mean, some people are like, well, why do I have to pay it? You don't have to if you don't want to. It's, yeah. like, it's going to, but in the Lightworkers Lab itself, we offer so much content. There's mm. a free library with over 100 lessons. Most mm-hmm. of them are video. There's it, there's all kinds of good free stuff if you, in, yeah. in, or just a community yeah. or to acquaint yourself with what community, a, a good, loving, beautiful community feels like. You've got the lab for that. But I do want us to provide that higher level, mm-hmm. like your academic records. Oh my gosh. Intensive. Oh my God. So safe. Sacred, so sophisticated. We probably need a prerequisite for it, just because it's just so. And the mediumship major. too. Yeah, I the think, mediumship. Yeah, as well. those those intense, the the specialized ones like the akashic records yeah. and the mediumship. That it may be, we don't know, but it may be coming up that something like the intuitive intensive or some other mm. prerequisite course, or maybe a personal yeah. development course. That's what we're and really going to be talking about yeah. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're talking about because yeah. in the intuitive intensive, there's personal development built in. Mm-hmm. In those eight weeks, we're we're doing we're working on the shock, we're learning the chakra system, and we're doing our own inner personal work, which you have to do if you are a it, spiritual you can't practitioner. Sustain yeah. it if you don't do yeah. the personal work. Yeah, and so that's built in. Yes. But the yes. ones where there are specialized topics, yeah. it's you know, you're learning a modality and you're learning a skill. Same thing with my animal communication program. You know, in order to connect in, and do the work that you want to do, you have to do the work inside your Absolutely. in your own home, essentially, like how we started talking about mm-hmm. in the beginning of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think that's cool about how we do it is that we make sure that that care is put in there. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just about, you know, psychic abilities. It's yeah. also about the integrity of it, the um, ethics, ethics of it. Yeah. Ethics you know. are huge. And that's, yes, I, I, I just, and I remember when it was, I reached out to you because someone was teaching something or exhibiting something. And I reached out to you and I was like, I'm so grateful for us because mm-hmm. it isn't as, it is not as common or there's a bit of an antiquated 
perspective, I think that using your psychic abilities or intuitive abilities, number one, that it's for the special and the gifted and that you're born that way or you're not. And that's not true. Every single human. Yes. And whether you are interested in enhancing the talent or not is Mm -hmm. totally up to you. It's Mm -hmm. not like everyone has to but it is how we function it is it is fundamentally we are energy and that's what we're talking about changing energy from one form to another that's what perceiving in the psychic realm or working in healing is it's moving something from one state to the whole more whole state and that's the first thing that is not common in the Mm -hmm. i guess mainstream perspective about Mm -hmm. this work uh, or this living not even this work and then the second is that you are somehow outside of the law uh, or you know what I mean like you can read people's minds and you can't help it things happen to you and you right. just know things about people that you right. know about their yeah and that's those are we we say no we right. say yeah. dominion we mm-hmm. say only with only when invited right and yes you can control it why because you have absolute free will yes mm-hmm. and yes. so you and now it may have seemed in the past like you can't control it like when I accidentally scraped someone's car because I wasn't paying proper attention. Mm-hmm. I, I did it by accident. I didn't do it on purpose. I couldn't control it. But in truth, I was too tired and mm-hmm. I wasn't paying attention. And right. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, my life can be in perfect control. Not that we all need to be perfect. Right. Or that perfection is even something to strive for. But it is available to us. And that free will, absolute perfect free will means that I only can see Lauren's great grandmother as a medium if I choose to, mm-hmm. and I may have an unconscious poking around in her field, right. yeah. but it, in truth, I need to rein that in. Yes. Mm-hmm. So these these yes. ethics are, I think, just so important. And I don't know anyone else who runs it quite so mm-hmm. um, articulately the mm-hmm. way that we understand it. You know what I mean? Yes, mm-hmm. agreed. I know, just earlier. And what's funny is that we still, because we live this, we're not perfect, right? Yeah. When one time you weren't feeling well, and I go, oh, let me tap it. I was like, oh, I could feel it right away. And I, th- I thought, oh, she didn't ask me to tap in right away. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But it's just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. That comes from you, I think. I, well, that's when I'm teaching people who are like, oh, my, I'm an empath and I'm, I'm feeling so much. I'm like, just because you can feel it doesn't mean you should right. feel it. As right. Whether right. it's your sensitivity or, yeah, or if it's yeah. looking into like, just because you can do it, just because you can look into someone else's field. And, um, you know, see their ancestors or whatever it is. Uh, I had a in this class that I was in and it was a a different kind of personal development. It wasn't specifically like psychic development and and really not trying to talk about someone unethically. But there was another student who found out what I did and she's like, oh, my God, yeah, I'm psychic, too. And I all this stuff, you know, she wasn't a practitioner, but she was talking about like, yeah, I can't help it. I just wake up and there are all these things around. I'm like, "Okay." We don't have time to talk about that right now. But I love you. Nope, that's not true. <laughs> we'll work on that. I'll pray for you. No, yes. I'm kidding. I'm not not to be condescending. I'm just joking. And uh, so this person came in for a demonstration, and she turned to me, and she goes, I mean, how do you, like, like I can't even focus because all her ancestors are here. And I said, is it helpful for you to see that? Are you the one who is facilitating her right now? Or is this distracting, as you said? So if mm. it's distracting, then it's not helping you or her. And she was like, oh, like it kind of, I wasn't being judgmental at all. I was trying to help, yeah, yeah. you know, it was, yeah. she was opened up to it. And it really was kind of like, because mm-hmm. again, she doesn't, she sees other people and have heard in, in, in antiquity now, even though she's young, people like the, 
well, I'm not going to call out, well, yeah, the Long Island Medium or yeah. whatever on TV, and they're like, right. oh, I can't help it. You stranger in the store. Right. Yeah. Your dad is here. And it's right. like, well, that's rude. Don't right. be, you know, it's like picking up his phone and saying, oh, there's a text from your dad. Who said you could do that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Oh, no. Like listening now, I'm like picturing her doing that. But <laughs> I often like what we were talking about earlier is like having that sense of discernment or capacity to even understand that even if we do feel it, it has nothing to do with us a yeah. lot of yeah. times and that right. we don't have to do anything about it. Right. That was one of the lessons that I had to learn like early on. Um, mm-hmm. My mom, when I first started opening, I was like all the psychic abilities came through and not for nothing. You're excited. You're fascinated. Totally, yes, you think, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. because all of a sudden your vi- like your sense of awareness gets bigger. Mm-hmm. And I used to talk about it as if I had four or five TVs on at the same time right. and trying to figure out what's going on that's with all of them. Yeah. That's that'll drain you. That'll make mm-hmm. you really tired. That'll make you like really frustrated, very sensitive. So then you try to like shut them all off by going like this instead yeah. of just you know, pressing the power button right. or turning, you know, you like, have the remote. You right, have, right, right. You have the remote. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the while. Mm-hmm. And I definitely had to learn that. And in times of stress, like, of course, like you don't real. sometimes you get tired or don't even realize and you're like, oh, it's because I've been on too much, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. life happens. But sure. this self-awareness has to come with, with practice and with teachers that like, can tell you about mm. that so that you don't become like really, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to go into like scattered, <laughs> yeah. scattered yeah. fearful, yes. you're not just yes. overwhelmed. You're yeah. not serving yourself and you're not serving anyone. Right. If you, yeah, if you're running that way and, and that, and, and what, what also will then help manage that something that I had to learn because you can, doesn't mean you should is the, just the, the organizing, which what Bashar says, the organizing principle of the universe essentially is synchronicity. The field or the universe sure. will bring to you. So if, like as professionals, someone will message us in on Facebook or say something and say, I have an emergency, a psychic emergency. Can you, can, it's 3 a.m. I need to talk to you right now, for example. Right. And you're at your, you know, aunt's funeral. <laughs> Obviously, the, the timing then isn't aligned. And that means that it is, you are not their healer because the synchronicity is not supporting it. But if you... You know, just because it's there doesn't mean that you're meant to serve it. It may mm-hmm. mean that you're meant to release them, maybe to for them to cross your field and you have a prayer for them, and then they find the person who is available and a- appropriate to serve Or they self-manage. They, they learn self-manage. how to sit with whatever is going on and figure it yeah. out themselves. Mm-hmm. Which is not, and it's none of our business how they do Absolutely. manage it or find the right, right healer, whether the healer is themselves or someone else. But that's another thing that's really important to learn as we're talking about intuitive abilities, that synchronicity is in everything that makes it seemingly convenient but you'll get the nudge sometimes it is obviously my ego that's like i don't think i want to do that i don't want to get out of bed today but if it feels more right that i should get up and do the thing then it does unfold in a beautiful way but if the timing or whatever doesn't work out or it sometimes you we do do a lot of things for a charity for free yes but something like monetizing something and that is actually the gateway of synchronicity it means Mm -hmm. it's aligned or not aligned because if we indulge someone's fear about money and give away too much of ourself to them then we're not helping them and then we can't do anything we can't do what we do yeah what we do yeah (laughs) yeah exactly wow well 
We are just about out of time. Are we really? Oh, wow. Yeah. No way. It's fast. Did they go fast? Did we fun. talk about Ascension? Did we talk we about even Ascension? Get I think to so. Did we talk about, did we have a glass of wine? We we have to do some I of would that. love to do that. That would be fun. Are you kidding? Well, maybe we'll come back tomorrow. Yes. We'll just turn on the mic. We don't even need Kurt here. We'll just yeah, turn it on. Kurt. We'll get silly. Because that way, that way we, what'd you say? We don't. I said, don't worry, Kurt. <laughs> He's like, oh no, add wine to it. <laughs> they already said fuck I don't know. <laughs> And they told me I was cute. Yeah. <laughs> well, you are. He is cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's a cutie. He is cute. Um, well, I know we wanted yeah. to talk a little bit about um, oh, how to be in spiritual community yes. and how to allow for all these divergent views and mm-hmm. such in a loving way. I don't know that we have really... Well, we the, could talk. Well, I think we did talk about Ascension. We yeah. were talking about the kids and we we're talking... And I think being in spiritual community and being what it means to be both a leader and a, a student and a teacher all at the same time. Yes. But how to be indifferent, what were you, so say, let's let's talk about that a bit. Yeah, because you had some really good yeah. views earlier when we were talking about it. What were they? <laughs> she does this all the time. <laughs> I mean, well, we were just, we are talking about how, well, I mean, how people express their uh, spirituality and um, if it's useful, if it's actually really helpful and um, I think a lot of people get mobilized and activated by what's wrong in the world, oh, right. what's not working mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. and they put all their energy into talking about that, uh, validating and affirming that amongst themselves without really setting their sights on what is possible and mm-hmm. how to heal it and how I think we kind of need to pivot as spiritual people away from getting in sort of the whirlwind or really the mm-hmm. mud of the the problem and point our interest at what's possible, what the highest version is. Where is the love in that? And how can I be the light in that? Because if you are down in the mud angry about how wrong everything is, you're just amplifying it. You're living your life in a miserable way probably. You're probably fairly angry. Mm -hmm. You're not really occupying the love that is the only thing that's going to be able to heal it because hate's not going to drive out hate so i just i think there's a lot of mask spirituality masquerading as spirituality like just people being angry or feeling helpless and hopeless not knowing how to change it it's a huge problem whatever they're focusing on when they really don't have to do that they don't have to figure out how to do that Mm -hmm. they just have to figure out how to be love within themselves and how to be light within it's very simple it's it's hard and the reason you can do it is because it's hard the hardest thing for us is to let it be simple Yes. Because of all the yeah. complexity, because it feels that you, mm-hmm. it feels right. so overwhelming. But the answer is to find within yourself how you can align to love in in the littlest ways, and in the bigger ways. If if that becomes an opportunity, mm-hmm. I just I feel like um, we're going into another election year here in yeah. the states. We have all kinds of division uh, between groups of people. It's just important to. Focus on the simple mm-hmm. answer, yeah, without bypassing is. the problem. No, right, no, 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 right. Because there's that. a difference between anger yeah. directing you towards what something, you know, what what is harming. Yes, and hostility being the answer to what is like. Right, you know what right. I mean? There's there's a yes. difference between anger and hostility. Absolutely. And I think yeah. anger mm. is okay. I mean, scripture would say anger is okay. It's God motivating. is angry. Yeah. And in your anger, do not sin. And mm-hmm. that's that's the rub is can you be angry? Let it inspire you mm-hmm. towards right action or alignment mm-hmm. without tipping over into the sin part, which just means missing the mark. Yeah. I'm not helping. Now mm-hmm. I'm part of the problem. Mm-hmm. 
And when we were talking about in NLP, we talk about moving away from and moving toward. And that, so by like seeing, yes, these are the problems. This is the um, injustice, justice, injustice. This is the pain. This is what needs healing, wants shifting. And that's the 3D. And we start there. That's the moving away from, or we were even talking about in our personal lives too. Mm -hmm. Yes. My, I'm, my health isn't how I want it. I don't want to become sick or I don't want to gain weight or whatever it is. I want to be more healthy. And so I want to move away. And that's the acknowledgement of it. That is not spiritual bypassing, which means just to put your head in the sand and say love and light, but don't talk to me about it. Right. So we, there's a little moving away from energy to catalyze or the anger Mm -hmm. or something like that Mm -hmm. to catalyze, but then you start moving toward. And that means bringing in healing and the healing just naturally out, out seats the 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 pain the hurt yeah yeah you're smiling well no because as you're talking (laughs) it it came to me that where where we have like negligence Mm -hmm. of you know that's that's a different type of energy because you know what's going on and you're facilitating the problem right? right but when you have the capacity to understand a problem then you have room to grow into a solution that validates what it is you want to see in the world yeah. in love like in you know in christ consciousness we talk about ascension christ consciousness is the development of the mind body and spirit mm-hmm. to coexist in brotherhood in sisterhood in love versus fear mm-hmm. fear brings us to the pain body where we operate from um anger existential crisis i don't belong here this is separation uh, yeah, separation. yeah. not so, unity yeah and when we come together in community we come together in that oneness that helps us to understand the truth of all beings, which is that, you know, facilitating people's growth happens one stage at a time, but the support system of that increases its capacity to love versus the individual pursuing um, a fault in everyone else mm-hmm. to attack mm-hmm. for what they don't see as as right or wrong, you know, as like as same same energy attracts same energy, which yeah. is, you know, fear of who you are means I have to attack what you represent mm-hmm. that is fearful to me. Right. And that's the cause of a lot of the disruption that we feel and sense and understand out in the world. Mm-hmm. But when we come back to togetherness, we have the space and the and the frequency of love that enables action towards change, towards facilitating you know, groups or, or, or paradigm shifts or whatever you want to call it, either in the physical, mental, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and in history, it was always groups that facilitated a nuanced change mm-hmm. before a government, before yes. something mm-hmm. would shift. And it happens individually, but individually we come then together we, and then we magnetize. where there is... Oh, where two where or there more are two yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and I also, got from you. And also when we agree, when we have the agreement that mm-hmm. this is what we intend to do and this is how we intend to shift it, the agreement right there seals the deal. And so, so there important. is hope. You hold hope. There's a lot of hope. Yeah, and that's the thing that gets people who are sensitive mm-hmm. is like how I, I take to my bed for two weeks because I see right. pain and suffering, you know, for humans, for animals, for children. 
but if you have the hope and you vibrate to the hope, you will magnetize two, three, four, a community. Mm -hmm. And like Lauren said, that that then is how the change happens. Yes. So you hold that in yourself. And we are healing. We are always Australian healing. fires. Yes. I mean, the rain. We right. all came together. Like the, the global population. So many yeah. of us came together to visualize the rain and it started to rain and yeah. that's the kind of things that we can do yes. pointing our interest mm -hmm. in the healing and it's it's how we should i just think that that's what our yeah. focus should be not in what separates me from mm -hmm. you what makes me different from you better or worse or whatever it's really what unifies us we're all on this planet together the animals the plants the humans and, and we're all creating it yes. as you said yes we were talking about oh my gosh how the population mm -hmm. has almost tripled in, since mm. in the fi in last 50 years since i was not, born. not almost tripled, two and a half yeah and in a hundred years i don't even know i can't even do the yeah. math and so we were just talking about you know the population boom and you said you said i but i'm identifying with it i'm not saying there are people who are having too many children why are we you why, have one. why am i creating why am i creating because all we are these all children? one why yeah. why am i creating these this population yeah, yeah. What am I curious about as a soul? Mm -hmm. What are we all curious about yeah. as a soul that we are creating this experience? Because we all decided to come and do this together. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm doing it with you girls. Me too. I love you so much. I love the community that we have. I think we, it's such a special, wonderful place. And I, I love being able to foster. I love people being able to lay down their burdens or lay down their worries and their insecurities and like get up and start healing or get up and start sharing or get up and start inspiring and really occupying the purpose why they came here I just love to see that and so I'm just proud of what we've done I don't I don't feel like I I did it I've always had people with me you yeah. know and the more authentic you are the more you draw those kinds of people to you and so That's I'm really so grateful for you girls I'm so grateful okay. for you guys I'm getting so much I love you so much I'm, I'm Cool things are going to happen. I know that. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. We should officially say hello to the Lightworkers Lab. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Well, with that, we truly have made a I think we solved the world. I think so. Yeah. Well, next time I want to talk about cancel Absolutely. culture, though. <laughs> wait, 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 cancel oh God, culture. Cancel culture. <laughs> I really want to talk oh, about that. But the next fun. time we can do okay, that. Okay, cool. I just really think a spirituality and cancel culture, like, come on, y'all. we got to get that together. That sounds mm -hmm. awesome. Next time. All right. Very soon. And so we want to encourage you to go read the page of the Intuitive Intensive. The link is in the description of this either podcast or YouTube, however you're watching. And um, just go read about it. It's a pretty thorough the the information page it tells it has a breakdown a good overview of each week the content that we're going to be immersing ourselves in and we do offer the the classes live two times per week the times are posted there and you do not have to be i'm going to say this we have to say it every time you do mm -hmm. not have to be on the live classes in order to get the full benefit but you do want to know that you're going to watch the replay of the class within two a couple days two three days something like that because you can stay on pace with the program to receive the full benefit of of how we're all co-creating it. The whole program is alive. That's how we say it. Yes. It really is. And some people do actually just take it passively. Mm -hmm. and, and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. But I do want to say that because we, we have the classes at a certain time and we have extra ones on that that will show up as needed. That often happens. Um, and we're, we're flexible because we're co-creating it. 
but we are we're, we're just there being alive together and there are people who are in japan mm -hmm. and there are people who are in completely opposite time zones india uk yeah Australia. mexico yep, yeah it. it's more about just being mm -hmm. um you know open to the commitment of being in the program as it's flowing so um but we want to we want to co-create with you and and as you say it's an opportunity for yes. all of us. Yeah. It really is. Absolutely. And you will probably be. She's already in. I am. You're going to be teaching in. something, at least one or two somethings. Well, I do the, ch the channeling. You do the channeling, yeah. yeah, which is and cool. And then sometimes you come in if you're available to coaching. facilitate yeah. coaching. And, mm -hmm. you know? Fun stuff. All right, then. Well, well, this is our episode then. Thank you so much for coming to my Thank super you. studio. Yes. Oh, the beautiful studio. It is beautiful. It is. It's gorgeous. No, thank, thank you. you. I mean, that's. I mean, I only did this room, but the rest of it is beautiful, right? They don't even yeah. see. You know, you don't even know what's going on outside that wall. It's pretty cool. <laughs> My um, landlady, her name is Melanie Lewis. It's beautiful. All right, so that is it, and I want to thank you all so much for supporting by watching, commenting, liking, sharing. And reminder, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Trisha Carr or, and or subscribe and review the podcast, however you get your podcast. We are there and I will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. Mm -hmm.